What's up, y'all? You're listening to Husker Hop Radio. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. And if you're looking for more fun, head on over to Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter and follow us at Husker Hop Radio. You're going? Bring us in, Ed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the live edition of the Husker Hop Radio podcast. I'm here shaking Aaron's hand, folks. We're in the flesh. Papillion, Nebraska. Not the headquarters, Coast Mesa, California, but Papillion, Nebraska. Happy Thanksgiving week, guys. Let's talk Husker football. Aaron, let me just say I'm glad to be here, man. I'm happy to have you. We're here in my residence. We got Stanley, the dog in the flesh, chewing a bone. We're having a great day. Drinking bush light. Yeah. Talking ball. Um, I mean, let's just get right into it like we usually do, man. Uh, Nebraska, last week, lost. To the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, we lost by what two points? What was the score? We lost by seven points at the end, twenty-four to seventeen. Twenty-four to seventeen, first overtime game of the season, I believe. Chubba Purdy made his first start. Um, didn't do horrible. I I wouldn't. This is what I would say about Chubba's performance. He didn't lose the game for us. Like what a lot of our games have come down to this season is the quarterback play and those guys turning over the ball, fumbling. No fumbles. I think Quentin Ives had one fumble, but I didn't even remember that. Um, so it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, Aaron, you want to break down the stats on offense? On offense, Chubba Purdy, 15 for 24, 169 yards. He had that one dart, that touchdown for, what, 50 yards at the start of the game. Right. Uh, he also ran 14 times for 105 yards, leading rusher. Had another 55 yard rush for a touchdown. We we were FaceTiming each other when that happened. Do you remember? We did. Yeah, we that were. was pretty sick. That run was pretty sick. The pass was pretty sick. Uh, let me say the do this offense. I don't understand. Um, the play before that was that trick play. Why did we why did we run that, dude? It made us it put us back in third and 20. We're running the ball down the field pretty well. Uh Emmett Johnson, what were his carries? Emmett Johnson carried the ball 13 times for 50 yards. That's it. Yep. Wow. Anthony Grant had a lot of touches that game, too. Anthony I guess Grant 12 touches for 45 yards. He was the third guy. Jalen Lloyd had one carry. That I think that's the reverse you're referring to there for negative five. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're just running reverse plays and shit. It's like, hey, let's just play power football, man. Run the ball, throw a couple of passes here and there. A lot more screen plays, which they did. But like you said, dude, usually when they're doing the screen plays, there's two guys on one. Right. Like we don't have the numbers when we when it goes to blocking downfield. And our receivers are – I always feel like they're just smaller in comparison to like the Big Ten DBs that we face. Yeah, well, they're true freshmen, right? So those boys are going to get meat on their bones, eat some high V steaks this off season, get nice and big and strong. Um, but yeah, man, I'd say this loss, if it came down to anything, was coaching. You know, especially at the end. Do we? I mean, I hate especially to, ju- I at hate the to end. jump right to the end. So basically, no. we went, we scored fourteen points within the first two drives. Right. We don't, we don't do shit the rest of the game. Right. They score. They score, call it 24 points unanswered almost. And at the end of the game, we have the ball. I want to say we have a minute and some change left. 
two timeouts. We're driving the ball down the field. We get into field goal range. Right. We don't use one of our timeouts. We let like 30. We let 10 seconds run off the clock. So it could have been 30 and we called a timeout, had two plays in for the end zone. Right, right. Or two extra plays to run something, get closer, maybe a, I don't know. And yeah. Right. Because it's horrible just, clock manager. Yeah, it felt like we were playing for overtime and not for the win in that right. situation. And Rule addressed that on his Monday press conference. He said, last week against Maryland, I went aggressive and I went for the touchdown and we threw an interception and people were pissed. They're like, why didn't you kick the field goal? I feel like the difference there, though, is we're playing from behind at that point. We're not at a tie, you know? Right. That's right. kind of how I felt about that a little bit. I think, well, what he said, though, post-game in the, like, right after the post-game conference, he says, probably should have called a timeout right. sooner right. to get, so you probably should have, you're getting paid $9 million a year to make these decisions, and you probably should have made a decision that you did it. Hindsight's 2020. Hindsight 2020, but the good thing about Rule though is that he comes out and he says it right away. He's like, you know what? Bullshit coaching. Now that, that is on coaching. And he addressed he he basically at the end of the day takes the blame for everything. Right. Oh, and that's that's a good coach. It's not Scott Frost saying, I don't know what these guys were were doing today. Right. Energy wasn't there. Yeah. Well, get him there, man. Get him there. Um defense. I think the defense played solid. They lit up 24 points, probably the most. Uh, that That's probably one of the most they've lit up all season. Uh, Marquise Buford, bro, he had he lead he led, led the team in tackles his second game back. I think he had 10 total tackles, uh, played like a dog. The, it's just the thing. It's kind of what happened in the Maryland game too, man. Mordecai was a shifty little fucker. Yep. yep. Mordecai was a shifty little fucker. And there were some plays that could have been a sack, a huge loss of yards, mm -hmm. um, and he went out and made a first down. Yep. That's kind of one of those things we've heard all year, too. I mean, go back to Colorado, Shadur Sanders. Coach right. was like, we're like a yard away from making a tackle or whatever it is. And that's how it felt tonight, too, especially down the stretch. And, and But it's a game of inches, you know? Yep. It's a game of inches. So when you're in that position and you, you're there, I feel like those guys need to make those tackles. Um, and I don't know if that – I think that comes down to more of the players. When they're in position, the play is the play is drawn up right. for them to get it, and they don't wrap up, they don't make the tackle, they don't break down. I think that comes down, that's the player's fault. Um, so these guys need to freaking wrap up against – I don't think Iowa is going to be as shifty of a team as uh, – they're, they're not the better offense than Wisconsin. No, no. And it's statistically they're not. They're actually pretty trash. Um as far as our defense, we only had two sacks. Wish we had more. Right. Five but five TFLs. We were there for a lot more. We were there for right. a lot more. Pressures were high. I wish we had that sound on us. We don't. They had two sacks, eight tackles for loss. Yeah. And one interception. The only interception, though, was at the end of overtime to, to seal the game. And getting off the field on third down was a huge problem for us, too, during yeah. that. I mean, Braylon Allen played a hell of a game. A lot of people didn't even think he was going to play. And he ends up going out there and just gains probably four or five five yards of carry. Yeah, he, um, looked, he looked good. He was hurt. And even Mordecai, that was only his second game back, and I feel like he threw the ball pretty well for the most part. Yeah, those guys having those back was really good for Wisconsin. Um, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, they were five or seven for 15 on third down, so a little bit better than a third. We were five for 13. 
Third down. That's probably the best that we've been all year, though. I don't have that shot in front of us again, but five for 13, that's probably about the best that we've done all year. That's just shy of 50%. But still, you want to be at least over 50% a little bit, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I don't know if we've done that all year. Third day, it's either get a first down on third down or make big plays. We said that before this podcast, and we didn't either. We had that one Jalen Lloyd big play. And that was about it. And the, well, the trouble run was big. Trouble run was big. And those were our first two scores and the first two drives. Right. After that, they shut us down. Is it one of those things, Ed, where you feel like they had the lead, so they're like, all right, playing scared? Or they did they, did they lose their looseness? Did they lose their – Did they say we got, they got comfy with a 14-point yeah. lead? Right. I think so, man. I think so. They might have turned off the Jets a little bit. And that's yeah. not what you do, dude. You got to stop on their throats because Wisconsin – Wisconsin and Iowa are clone images of each other. They're both just going to – they don't die. You got to shoot them in the head more than once. They're zombies. Mm-hmm. You, you got to really put them to bed if you want to do it. We're playing frigging zombies, man. And yeah. uh, they're just coming out round after round, getting harder and harder throughout the, as the game yeah. progresses. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was pretty – I mean, my game viewing experience was a little different. I, I was not streaming. We had the Cali boys take over. I heard Tommy got a body shot ripped off of his belly, <laughs> I guess. Um, and I think uh, there – Cade, there, he took it, and there was a hair, a body hair stuck in his teeth. <laughs> Wait, so Cade took the body shot off Tommy? Yeah. Okay, nice. And, nice. and, and then he looked in the camera, and there was – he pulled out a fucking <laughs> – A belly hair oh, from Tommy. Yeah. Classic stuff. It's always fun with those guys, I guess, taking over the stream. I did get a lot of comments back saying it's not as good without Ed, but you know, they they may do. They may yeah. do. Um, I was I was with my family in Colorado, little nephew's first birthday. I mean, I was being I was being drunk, Uncle Eddie, only just chugging back beers and yelling. Kids went to bed. They said, "Hey, Eddie, uh, the babies are sleeping. Could you maybe tone it down?" And I I was a little emotional. I said, "Hey, I can't." Yeah, I kind of clapped back a little bit. I felt bad. I apologized to my sisters, but I was like, no, I'm not going to fucking, I'm Husker hype Ed, you know? I can't, you can't, don't tell it's me. It's involuntary. It's not, it's yeah. something you can't control. It's like blinking. It's, it just happens. Yeah. yeah, so I was just slugging back beers and getting a little, getting a little frustrated with my Nebraska football team. Um, Dude, special teams, Bushini. What the fuck is wrong with Bushini this, this year, dude? Yeah. Yeah, fuck Bushini. He, I mean, he was probably pretty much like very consistent last year, and this year just horrible. I think he had one 19-yard punt. Yeah, that they started in our own territory. At one point, his average was like 32 yards. Yeah, his average was 35. Five punts for 176. Not not great, especially that one that was pivotal. That 16-yard bullshit, whatever that was, off the side of his foot. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. My my viewing experience was also. um hazy i had i went to the iowa game i had to scout out the the competition for next week so i went to the iowa illinois game you connor stallions did yeah connor stallions them exactly i I recorded everything i sent it over to coach rule uh long story short i got i got buzzed up and if you saw that if you saw me pop in on the stream a couple (laughs) of times you know what i'm talking about the true hypesters know but yeah, that's all I have to say about Wisconsin. It's like last year. The same thing happened last year. We had the lead the whole time, and then they come back and they get it at the end. Yeah, man. It's just – and now let's transition into Iowa. I mean, here's a team 
that's basically like Nebraska has very close games, but they win them. And they're nine and two. People are going, how is this team nine and two? They don't score any fucking points. Well, guess what? I'd much rather be Iowa and have close games and win them yeah. instead of close games and lose them. Right. You know, I, it doesn't matter how pretty it is. At the end of the day, they're nine and two and they're right. winning football games. And one of their losses was that if I was an Iowa fan, one of their losses was that Minnesota loss when Cooper DeGene returned the punt at the end of the game for a touchdown. They called it back. They lose 12 to 10. That one stings for, for those guys. But I think you're right. I think we're just facing a better version of defensively, at least, of the team he just played. I would say Wisconsin has the edge on offense. Yeah. Iowa doesn't know how to move the ball. Iowa's 14th in the Big Ten in passing yards, and they're 10th in the Big Ten in rushing yards. Not great. 14th, no. 14th in total offense. That's, last, or last, yeah, in total offense. last in total offense. I mean, I don't think Nebraska, they're probably 12th or 13th. We're, we're ninth in total offense, first in rushing. That's our, that's see. And if we had a bit of a passing game, I feel like that opened it up a whole lot more and we'd, we'd, we'd be able to score more than 18 points a game. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, hopefully, you know, with Cooper DeGene out, maybe we can get some receivers open. Um, like, what do you think our offensive game plan is going to be going into this game? I feel like it's going to be what it's been. It's going to be a lot of rushing. <clears throat> We're going to rush the ball over 35 times for sure. Probably keep it under about 20 attempts from passing. Um, and then we're going to try to find those like two or three explosive downfield passes. Right. And that's about it. And hopefully they hit, but they, they and like, that's the big thing with Iowa is they're pretty good at like not letting up those big plays. Right. It's going to be time of possession in this game is probably going to be what wins the ball. What wins the ball game is yeah. time of possession. Whoever has the ball the longest and whoever probably last. The, yeah. I was about to say that whoever has the ball last, because this, I was thinking about it. I'm thinking about all, all of the, all day, every day since the start of the year. It's going to come down to the last possession and it's going to be a one score game. So when I'm trying to think of my score prediction, that's all I'm thinking. We'll be there. We'll be live. Yeah. Huskerite radio in the action. Um, I'm kind of pissed, Aaron. I bought my ticket right before the Nebraska, uh, right while Iowa was playing Illinois, thinking Illinois was going to win and Nebraska was going to win. So this game would be the Big Ten championship. With Big Ten West Championship, I go, these tickets are going to go up. Bought my ticket for 100 bucks. I look today, but they're $33 now. I don't think that that it might – I think we had to beat Maryland, too, to have this be the Big Ten West Championship. No. If if Iowa would have lost to Illinois, they would have had three, three losses, and we would have had – we had four if we would have beat Wisconsin. Now we have five, so that would be – we would have – Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, dude. God damn it. Yeah, you're right, Eddie. I, I was thinking that, but I was told, yeah, my dad, my dad was wrong. I, I talked to my dad about that today. He's like, no, I think you're wrong. We're nine and two. And I was like, yeah, I guess we're five and six, but you're right, Eddie. My math is, my math was right. Yeah. It, it fucking sucks, man. Um, Regardless, I'm going to be there. I'm screaming my freaking head off. If you see me, don't be afraid. Come say hi. Get yeah. a picture with the boys. Yeah. Yeah. Get a picture with the boys, man. Uh, I'm probably going to be wearing a super sick old school Nebraska fucking big old puffer. Yeah. 
We should have a post game party. Where should we meet up for a beer with Ooh. all the hypesters after the game? I like that one we went to last year. At Rail yard was that what it was? Yeah, the outdoor one. Yeah, might be a little fuck. It's gonna be cold as it's shit. Gonna be cold boys. It's gonna it's be cold gonna be cold as shit, dude. And uh. it's gonna be fun. Um, I think Nebraska wins this football. I know Nebraska wins this football game. We're playing. We're playing for a bowl game, dude. And they said we already got a bowl game. We're already going to the Big Ten championship. I think that Nebraska is going to have more fire coming out of this game than Iowa does. See, that's what I don't know because when I talk to Iowa fans, like they're, I I was pissed that we beat them last year. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. They're salty. They're I I don't think that they're going to roll over or like not take this game as seriously as other Husker fans do. Like I think Iowa's going to come to play. You think it's going to be evenly matched hypeness at the start? Both both are going to be hype. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is that Nebraska's hypeness does a little bit of this, while Iowa's kind of just stays right here. And so, like, they don't ever get afraid. Because Iowa's used to playing three-point games. Right. Snow, like, down. They're right. They're games. very comfortable right. with that. They're, they're comfortable, comfortable winning by two points, 14 to whatever, 17 to 14. That's not how we play. We got we to gotta be able to, like, be ahead in the fourth quarter where we're like, all right, if we just – not let him score, just play fundamental defense and, and some competent offense, we're going to win. I think coming out early and making some nice plays that gets the crowd hyped is going to be very a big key. Yeah. Because, we, yeah, that's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be cold, and people are going to want to be there for something. And if we get a Bushini 10-yard fucking punt and our offense looks like absolute shit, can't move the ball, fans are going to get mad. And possibly leave. It's cold, um, so we gotta we gotta bring the energy there fast. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Aaron. I I do think that Nebraska comes out with a little more fire, dude. It's senior day. A lot of these seniors never been to a bowl. Twenty four, I think I heard. Twenty four yeah. seniors walking. Some of them might be coming back. T. Rob, big news today, coming, coming back. back for the yep. sixth year. Six year T. Rob is going to be back, and that's a guy we need. Because the thing is, is that makes me believe that Tony White's going to stay if he's like – if Ty Robinson says, I'm going to stay, I feel like that leads me to believe Tony White's going to stay. Tony White today, there's some news about him. SDSU apparently is very intriguing. Tony White, South Dakota State – or not South Dakota State, excuse me. San Diego State, team he's coached at. Syracuse, I don't know if he's in the running for that, but he was their defensive coordinator last year. They just fired Dino Barbers. Um, here's my thing. I think if Syracuse offers him the job – I think he takes it. But San Diego State, I don't think he's going there. Yeah, I I honestly have no opinion. I think that you know more about this than I do. I just think that – and also, uh, Tony White's press conference today just gave a lot. He said, Matt Rule has done a lot for me, you know. And I think Matt Rule said to Tony, he said, you know, if it's a good job, take it. But if it's not a good job, I don't – I wouldn't consider San Diego State a good job. Right. Well, and when you think about like the the amount of support, like you got to think about what's the university going to put into you kind of deal. That's also what really touched on during this. Because I mean, when you look at Nebraska, yeah, our record doesn't look like this, but we're bought into the football program. We just spent like a billion dollars on on the new facilities. We're putting six hundred million in the stadium. Right. We're bought in, but like San Diego State, it might not be as hell. If we we're gonna give Tony White a raise. This in this offseason. So, and honestly, 
being a Big Ten defensive coordinator for Nebraska might earn you more money than being the head coach for San Diego State. Right. And he likes the program. He, he loves the defense that he's playing for. He gave all the credit. He said, you know, if these guys weren't making tackles on the field, if I didn't make a single tackle, it's it's because of these guys that I'm getting all this. Correct. Uh, and like, exposure. if you think about it, if I'm a D coordinator, Syracuse and San Diego State, I'm not shitting on those programs. I wouldn't say that they're destination spots. So it's come back to Nebraska for one more year, have a badass defense because we're turning a, have bunch a top of 10 defense have in a, the nation. Yeah, yeah. Have a badass defense because we're returning a bunch of dudes and then go somewhere even better than those two options. Right. Yeah. I think I, I really think Tony White stays one more year um, unless he's offered some fucking insane amount of money. But like I said, I think he could make more money at Nebraska. We'll yeah. probably help him to, What's he making right now? A million? I don't even know. I think he's making a million and Satterfield's making 1.6. If they give him fucking 1.82, he'll stay. And I don't think he'll stay regardless, even if they don't give him a raise. But they but they will. Um Toby so White salary, you're right, one million. Um Satterfield's is 1.6. I'll look that up. Give me your score predictions. Score prediction, dude. I w- I wanted to kind of say this. I I thought think it would five to two. How about that? Both teams have safeties and and last Nebraska at the last second Alvano field goal. That would be the most Big Ten I Big Ten yeah. last game ever in the What's world. What's your real prediction? My real prediction, Aaron, is six to three. Damn, six to three. It's gonna be it's gonna be a big ten football game. Dude. Um fact check Marcus Satterfield 1.4 is what Google says for okay. his salary. I think you're right, Eddie. This is gonna be a low scoring game. It's gotta be the lowest in history because it's 26.5. Right. And the Northwestern was that was I think was like 30.5. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna be what's up, dude? Here's Stanley the dog. I think folks. it's gonna be 17 to 10 Nebraska. 17 10 big red. Yep. All right. Yeah. I mean, we win the football game, go to a bowl game. Um, yeah, we gotta win a bowl game. And if we win to get a bowl game, and if we get to a bowl game, Husker Hype Radio will be there live in whatever destination will allow us to come. I'm going on vacation. To somewhere hopefully warm. They're already already live in a warm place. Vegas would be sick. Vegas would be sick. Vegas would be sick. Arizona. I I think Miami would be fun. Yeah. I don't know what bowl's there, but I would love to go. I think it's the camping world. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Camping world. Uh dude, they could have the maybe maybe Orlando. I think I think it's isn't a hard rock or cheese bowl. Oh, I think camping world's the one in Orlando. Okay. Um I have another question for you, Ed, from the mailbag. The nope. hypesters, the hypesters wrote in. Here's the mailbag. Has this season been a disappointment, or do you see this season as a disappointment? I would say, well, coming into it, we said Nebraska is going 12 and 0. You know, we said we're going 12 and 0, going to the college football playoff. Um, that's just Husker hype, though. Uh, but realistically, a lot of team, a lot of people were saying, you know, if this team makes a bowl game, that's a good season. 
So I think it depends on if I'm going to be disappointed. We'll find out on Friday. Yeah. If I'm disappointed right now, I'm not, I, I am a little bit, I think, what did Matt rule say? He said, I couldn't be more happier without, with where we're at. Yeah. I couldn't be more angrier with our record. And I think that shows maybe a good percentage of Husker football fans. I, you, it's just the close games, man. And that happened with frost all the time too. Like five and 22 in close games was Scott Frost record mm-hmm. or some fucking yep. horrible ass stat. Mike Riley had a horrible close game record. And if we just get over that hump with rule and we did win a couple, we did win a couple once more games this year. Yep. So that's looking better, but just against like teams against Michigan state who is down, who, you know, hasn't won a game and hasn't won a game since five games. And then Maryland, same thing. They haven't won a game in five games and they win their first one against us. It's just like those are teams that we should have fucking beat, man. Four of our six losses are one score. And Minnesota's was on the last play. All of our one score games were last play. Michigan State was last play. Maryland was last play. Wisconsin was last play. Right. And then also think about this, man. If we had a quarterback, a competent quarterback, or one who didn't turn over the ball four times every game, Heiner Carvard, Jeff Sims. Um, then maybe we could win more of those one score games. It, at 27 turnovers, we didn't have any last. I guess we had one. So 28 turnovers, most in the FBS. 22 of those 28 are from quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So just if we just take away those turnovers from quarterbacks, or like minimize it by like half. Yeah, min- yeah, by half. You know, like w- like think about where we would be. I don't. That's definitely the. Like offensive yeah. line has been playing bad. Running backs, we're getting a lot of out of them, and it's our fourth string yeah. guy coming into the season. He's doing great. Now, now next year we're gonna have Ramir and Gabe Irvin back, and Emmett will have a year under him, more training. Our true play. freshman wide receivers who've been playing this whole season are gonna be back, bigger, stronger, faster, experienced, more experience. experienced. I mean, dude, I think the future is bright for the Nebraska football team. Yeah. Well. And, yeah. <laughs> We're asking two of the Husker hypers. I agree with what you're saying. I do think though, like I it's hard to say that this season was not a disappointment only because of what it, what y'all just said. Right. But I wanted us to win seven or more. Looking at the schedule coming in, it's like we should win at least seven, have a sniff at the Big Ten West. We kind of had a sniff, but we didn't really put ourselves in position to like right. truly make ourselves a contender. So for me, like I would say a slight disappointment. Yeah. And also with the schedule that we had this year, the easiest one we'll ever have in the rest of Nebraska football history. I mean, something that we, I thought we would really take advantage of and create opportunity out of it, but we did it. Yeah. Um, It just kind of sucks. I mean, one score games, whoever we could be. And are we, is this the best five and six team ever to, or six and sixteen. People are week. asking, man. I've I've heard people people calling in to talk shows. I had people call me, and I'm sure people called you. Yeah. Is this the best five and six team in the nation right now? And I think the answer is yes. Yes. We we're we're a quarterback away from winning one score football games. We're a quarterback away from from getting fucking touchdowns, mm-hmm. and you know not turning the goddamn fucking ball over. Yeah. 
excuse my French, <laughs> but I don't know, man. I, I think that next season will be good. And, and a lot of people are saying, you know, we win this game and we get bowl game and more practices. Yeah. See, that's Which the big is, thing. That's the big thing that I, I never really thought of. Be quite no. honest. I'd like, you do get a whole extra 60, 90 days of practice that you wouldn't get if your season ends this right. And I never thought about that before. That's actually a huge deal. Which I, I don't understand. Like, it would be nice if the I, – I guess they don't allow it. Like, you can't practice. You know, like, if you don't make a bowl game, right. you can't practice. Why yeah. Why aren't you allowed to practice? Why don't they – prob- I practice? bet they probably do, like, some, like, non – Just, like, conditioning. Like, yeah, conditioning. like, not required, like, not mandatory, like, come on in if you want type shit. Nothing organized, I guess, because that's probably against some dumb rule that the NCAA has because the NCAA sucks. Well, dude, I, I guess I didn't really remember. I don't remember this that much. Maybe I do, but there was one year where we were – I think we won four games, um, and we were invited to a bowl game, but yeah, Scott Frost and the team seven. said no. No, that was the five and seven year that we did beat Kentucky or somebody in the bowl game, and we ended up six and seven. We did, we did it. We did accept that because it has to do with your academic. There's some metric about academics where if you're, however you're ranked, that if there's not enough bowl eligible teams, you'll be one of the first ones invited. And I heard from a new source today that we're at like 60th in that ranking. So in order for us to like be five and seven and still make a bowl game is not likely. Really? Unfortunately. Fuck. But I mean, Nebraska fans try. Okay, so if it goes off that metric, then I guess it, it won't be anything. But we need like eight teams to lose this week, which is like a not, that's like a whatever chance, whatever. But <clears throat> anything else about Iowa? I guess their defense, they're fifth in the Big Ten in pass yards, a lot in fourth and, and rushing, fourth, it's, it's, fourth overall. It's definitely the best defense of the. Other than Michigan, that we're going to play this, they're yeah. one of the best defenses in the nation. So yeah, dude, this game is going to be low scoring. Uh, dude, Deacon Hill, I looked up his fucking stats. He has five touchdowns and five interceptions on the whole season. Uh, Heiner Carbarg, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. So it's not that much of a difference. He's not going to be even playing, but yeah. um. Other stats I have were 30 and 20 and three against Iowa, three ties, and they've won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the last 10. We took the one last year in Iowa. It was a big deal. If get out of here, if Iowa would have won the game last year, they'd go to the Big Ten championship. Right. And uh, how sweet that was yeah. to, to not let those guys get to the Big exactly. Ten championship. You love that. I mean, that's not going to be the case this year. But how sweet it will be if we don't let Iowa possibly Kirk Ferentz's last year. What do you think about that? What What is Iowa Hawkeye? You, you got some ties with guys. I, I don't think I, – I don't think that Kirk will – Kirk leaves on his own terms. Kirk won't get fired. Kirk won't get asked to leave. Kirk will say, I'm done. I'm retiring. It might be like a shitty thing, like, hey, Betty, you should maybe retire at the end of the year or right. next year. But we'll know well in advance, I feel like. Like, he'll be like, I'm going to retire at the end of XYZ year. Right. He'll have a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Um, picks? Picks. Picks. Well, perfect, because the first game is Iowa plus two and a half at Nebraska over under 26 and a half. I mean, going by my score prediction, what I said, I said six to nine. So that would cover the spread. Yep. So Nebraska minus two and a half. Nebraska minus two and a half. I'm going to bet the under. Life's too short to bet the under, but folks, I'm doing it. I don't know why. <laughs> what? Oh, bless you. This is my first under of the year, and I'm doing it. And I'm going to be live, and I'm going to be rooting for points while I'm there for Nebraska. But I just think that that's how it's going to end up. Next game, Penn State minus 21 at Michigan State, over under 42 and a half. Penn State minus 21. I mean, those guys, you know, they're they're going to play. It's They're not going to be in the Big Ten. They're not going to be Big Ten East champions, so – they got to really show out this last game to get a fr- good freaking bowl game, you know? Yeah. I got, I got the over. Okay. 42 and a half. Next game is the game. Ooh, Ohio state plus three and a half at Michigan over under 46 and a half. I, I think Ohio state takes this, takes this game. dude. I got plus three Ohio state. I, I I just think they have more firepower on offense and their defense doesn't get enough credit as I think that they, they should. should. Yeah. Yeah. I have the same thing. Ed. Next game, Indiana plus three at Purdue over under 50 and a half. Oh, I, over under 50 and a half against these two teams. I think I'm going to take the under on that. Okay. Under for Ed. I have Purdue minus three. Indiana sucks they they're they're dog poop they suck they're doggy poop northwestern plus five and a half at illinois interesting line there over under 47 and a half plus five illinois minus five and a half huh mm-hmm. illinois looks good against iowa uh northwestern i don't think looked as good against them right do they even play? Yeah, they played. Know. They played. They lost by a field goal at Wrigley Field. Inside. Okay, yeah. I mean, what's the over under? Fifty and a half. Forty-seven and a half. I'll do. I'll do Northwestern plus plus five and a half. I have that too. Northwestern salty right now. They're already bowl eligible. Yeah. or not, dude. How about that? How about that? Who would have thought? Fuck. Fuck that. Wisconsin minus two at Minnesota over under 41 and a half. Wisconsin. I have Wisconsin too. I think that's recency bias, but I have Wisconsin. Yeah. Maryland minus one at Rutgers. This is a good game. 44 and a half. Who would, who would think that I would say Maryland versus Rutgers is going to be a good game. I know, dude. I mean, those pretty much since, both of those teams under or Maryland under the conference, it was them and Rutgers who are always the bottom of the barrel. Oh, we play Maryland. Oh, we play Rutgers. Now, Rutgers going to a bowl game. Maryland going to a bowl game. I, it's at Rutgers because of that. Rutgers plus one. Rutgers plus one. Rutgers plus one. I'm gonna hit the over. 
44 and a half. That's not that high. These teams are going to score points. No defense. Actually, can I switch to the over? I'm sorry. No, you can't. You already fucking locked your – you just gave your speech about how you had plus one for Ruggers. All right. But if – okay, but if Ed was a betting man, he'd put the over in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because you said it, so we can't do that. Right. You can't You can't switch to what I have. All right, where are we going? SEC? Let's go SEC. You... Oh, dude, give me fucking Alabama-Auburn. Alabama minus 14 and a half. Alabama minus 14 and a half at Auburn. I have the same game, Ed, but what I have is the over. Buddy, Auburn just lost to New Mexico State. They paid them a million and a half dollars to get their butts whooped. Butts whooped. It wasn't, you know, like a fucking fluke. They got their asses. Yeah, I think Alabama might score 48 by themselves. Yeah. Um, next game or next conference, let's go to the Big 12. Big 12. You go first. I have Iowa State at Kansas State. Give me the over 47 and a half. Okay. Texas Tech at Texas. That looks intriguing to me. What's the over under? 54 and a half. Let's go over 54 and a half. Texas Tech, Texas. 54 and a half? Yep. All right, Pac-12. I don't have anything for this game. I forgot to do this one. Do you have anything for this game? No. Um, there are some great games. Oregon State, Oregon. That'll be a good the game. Civil War. The Civil War. I'm not going to bet on that game, but dude, I could honestly see Oregon State kicking these guys out of playoff contention. Really? I could, I could really see that. I could see Oregon, Oregon losing to Oregon State. It's at Oregon. You're right. Um, let me do. Let me let me bet on my dogs, dude. Washington, they've been good to me all year. They have minus sixteen and a half over Washington State. I like that game. And Washington, dude, it's either between them or Florida State to get to get in there. You know, so those boys needs to well, fucking Oregon have does a have statement a, win. Oregon has an outside chance if they win tomorrow or win this weekend, and then they play with Washington in the championship for the Pac-12, and they beat Washington. Oregon goes. So Oregon could 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 go. Right. Um all these fucking games suck. Give me the over 50 and a half Arizona Arizona State. Arizona's fucking good. Dude. I feel like that's a low line for that game, but I'm taking the over. Last and definitely the least conference, the ACC. <laughs> the ACC. What do you like, bud? I like a few games here. I like Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville minus seven. Kentucky's kind of salty, though. Um, dude. Louisville's a top ten football program. Louisville could win the ACC if they go if they win this weekend, and, and then they play Florida, Florida State. State next week. Florida they're, State without their quarterback, Jordan Travis, out. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't see Jordan Travis break his leg, but I heard it's. Gruesome. Oh, yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see the replay. No. No, I didn't. So I, that was your game. You got Louisville. No, I'm just saying that's what I like. Let me just check the other ones quick. UNC fucking pisses me off. I had a huge parlay last weekend to win 500 bucks, and the only thing that didn't hit was UNC plus seven and a half against Clemson. That pissed me off, Ed. 
plus. All right, yeah, I I am gonna do that. I'm gonna do Louisville minus seven. Okay, I'll oh fuck. Okay, I'll do I'll do the over on that game, fifty and a half. Over for Louisville, Kentucky. Fifty and a half. That's a low. That's a low one too. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Super. Well, yeah, the biggest one. Yeah, you think Ohio State's gonna win this weekend over Michigan? That's the biggest game. That's the biggest game like ever. I feel like it's the biggest Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah, yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah, Jim Harbaugh not gonna be on the field. Um, I just I just like Ohio State, man. Is is it at home or it's at it's Michigan. at Michigan? Michigan is actually minus three now instead of three and a half, but we'll keep it at three and a half for us here. But um, yeah, that's kind of the only huge game really. So super sick. Well, folks, me and Eric are gonna go pound some freaking beers, huh? 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 Hey, what in Papillion? Uh, that was episode 29 of Husker Hype Radio. One more till we have a month's worth of Husker Hype Radio podcast. That's yeah. pretty sick. And you bet your ass after the season, weekly, there will be pods out. We're going to pull something out of our ass, have yeah. something to talk about. Yeah. Might turn into a little comedy podcast. Who knows? Uh, but you know what? We'll we'll be here with content. Dude, Husker Hype Radio, it's here to stay, folks. All right, don't you don't you think oh that off season's over? No, it's only gonna keep growing. This what we have planned for us, Gripe Radio yeah. is an empire. And while you're here, might as well go like, subscribe, comment. We got YouTube. That's a big one. We need subscribers on YouTube because next year we need to stream on YouTube, yes, obviously, because we'll, yes. we'll get more interaction. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok if you want to. And Apple and Spotify, those are the main ones. All right, folks. As always, you want to do this together? Bleed red, shit cord, go big red. Peace.